as we continue worshiping together today, receive these words from the Gospel according to Luke, the sixth chapter, beginning in the 17th verse. He came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea, Jerusalem, and the coast of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all in the crowd were trying to touch him for power came out from him and healed all of them. Then he looked up at his disciples and said, blessed are you who are poor for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For that is what their ancestors did to the prophets." But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. Receive what the Spirit is saying. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God, for the gift of community ser service, for this time when we get to worship together, we give you thanks. Speak to us, O oh God, for we, your servants, your disciples, are listening in Jesus' name, amen. So we are in week six of Epiphany, where we are discovering more about what, who Jesus is. Who is this guy that has come that we might have life and life more abundantly? And so now we are in week six, and Jesus says some things uh, that flip everything that we've ever learned upside down. It's the way Jesus is. For Jesus and the prophet Jeremiah are calling us to see things totally different than we've been taught. We learn more about how God sees the world and our role in it. And so this sixth Sunday of Epiphany, we find Jesus healing people. First, Jesus goes and finds his 12 disciples. He, he, he picks his, his crew. But there are other disciples too, the scripture tells us. And then there are a plethora of people around because Jesus is on a, a healing tour. He's like Janet Jackson. So everybody is surrounding him. He's known and legend and 
Everybody's trying to be near him. And it's important that we remember that Jesus is healing these persons because Jesus in the Gospel of Luke is all about leveling the playing field. Jesus is all about everybody getting what they need. So much so that uh, where other Gospels call this the Sermon on the Mount because Jesus is up high, this is the Sermon on the Plain. Jesus is with the people. And his disciples who are newly minted are standing there and Jesus says these words. Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Can you imagine the new disciples who have just been uh, probably so excited? He picked me. I've gotten picked. I'm so excited. I've gotten chosen. And then Jesus says, poor, hungry, weeping, hated, excluded, reviled, and defamed. I'm sure that they didn't think they signed up for that. I've got some news for you, disciples. Yes, you, you, and all of you who have decided to follow Jesus, that there might be some poor times, there might be some hungry times, some weeping times, there might be some defilement. That's pretty tough. It might not go as smoothly as the world tells us anything we join should go. It might not look like anything you've ever joined in your life. The world tells us that when we become a part of a crew, that there are some benefits, right? Well, there are benefits to this, but not as the world sees them. Because Jesus said, the poor, to the poor belong the kingdom of God. The poor. What does that look like in 2022? The people who we don't, we, sh- we shoo away. And when I say we, I mean society. Shoes away. The people who we don't know their names. When they see, we see them coming, we cross the street. When we see them begging, we think that they're going to do nefarious things with it and judge them. The poor. When I was doing my research on this, I was amazed at these numbers. 42.5 million Americans live below the poverty line right now, today. That's bigger than some countries. In the district, right now, 16,400 families live below the poverty line. 12,159 of those families have children in them. And I'm going to say this, I didn't say this at 9 o'clock, I should have, but I bet you most of them people are working. 
and they go to work every day, just like everybody else. Sometimes they go to two jobs. Some of them are going to three jobs. And they're still living below the poverty line. I could say a lot about that. But here Jesus is saying that it is they who God sees. It is they who God claims. And as disciples of Jesus Christ, we are called to do the same. That seems easy, doesn't it? But sometimes it's going to, and many times it's going to challenge how you live your life if you decide to make this claim. It means you're going to have to find out what's going on with the poor, for real. Put aside our judgments about how they live their lives, what they're doing with their money, as if we don't do strange things with our money. Because we do. I bought a shirt that I already had in my closet, so. But here, Jesus is saying to us that the people who have been othered, pushed to the sides, pushed to the back, and silenced are the ones who God is looking at and causes us, calls us to put our eyes on them too. Enter the prophet Jeremiah because Jesus brings up the prophets at the end of this blessing. And Jeremiah says to us, blessed are those who trust in the Lord. Just in case you want to know how you are going to do this. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord. They shall be like tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. They shall not fear when the heat comes because their leaves are going to stay green. I mean, it's just going to be a perfect tree. Those who trust in the Lord. And just as Jesus is saying all of these blessings, he comes along with more to say. Woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all people speak well of you. It's real weird if everybody speaks well of you. For that's what their ancestors did to the false prophets. Now, this is not to bash rich people across the head. And let me just say this, just in case you don't believe you're in that crew of rich people, did you get to pick what you wore today? Or is it the same thing every day? What about your shoes? Do they have holes in them? Did you choose those shoes today? Did you have on a coat? Did you get to choose the coat you put on today? As I started reading, when I was reading this, I thought myself not a part of the rich crew either. I ain't rich. But then, like I just told you, I bought a shirt that I already had in my closet because I forgot it was in there. I get to choose what I wear. I have cable. 
Netflix. I have HBO Max. I have you know, Amazon Prime. I have them all. If it's a show, I can watch it. I have all the streaming services. And if there's one that I don't have, tell me about it. I'll get it too. And I have a 65-inch screen television to watch it in front of on my lovely couch in my warm home. And I get to come here and do what I love. And I get a check for it. Maybe I am more like the rich than I think I am. Maybe we're more like the rich than we believe ourselves to be. And here's how you know uh, when he says to us, woe to you when all speak well of you. No one's going to question you when you walk into an establishment. The poor get questioned. They get questioned. Why are you here? What you doing here? What do you want? Everybody else walking past. Nobody's asking them anything. You want to vote? Sure you can vote. No worries. Come on in. Our voices get heard and we get spoken to with care because people assume we are not othered. And there are people in this world for whom that's exactly their experience, to the point where they start explaining themselves before they even walk in the door. Because they know they're not going to be spoken well of. They know they're not. As soon as they walk, I just came to get some water. Because they're expecting not to be spoken well of. And so we who can identify more with those who are spoken well of, who have, who have voice and vote in this world, in this city, in our communities, are being called as disciples of Jesus Christ to do the work to bring our siblings who have been pushed to the sides to the center. And not to speak for them the poor know what they need. They can say it. They don't need for us to be a mouthpiece for them. They need us to support them when they speak up. That's how we experience this kingdom of God that is here right now, not far away, not later on. Right now, that's how we share our love and discipleship with others. And it is simple for me to say, it is simple for us to say, but it's challenging. It's not a box you check off. It's a life you live. Okay, Pastor Keller, well, how in the heck are we going to do all of that? Well, first thing, pray. 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 Barbara shared with us earlier all the ways in which we pray as a community. 
That should extend into our homes and to our lives so that we'll be people of prayer. So that prayer is not just something we do, it's who we are. I don't know what to say. Just talk. God is listening. God is searching our hearts. God is searching our minds. How do I know that? Well, he said that in Jeremiah. God says, the scripture says, the Lord tests the mind and search the heart to give all in according to their ways, according to the fruit of their doings. So pray. I promise you, you know someone who is living below the poverty line right now. I promise you, you do. Even if you don't know their name, even if they just go to school with your kid or your grandkid, you know somebody. Pray for them. And ask God to show you how to live the life of a disciple. You don't have to achieve it now. But one step toward discipleship, one step in your life where you make a change one of the ways in which I do that is I try my best when I meet someone who is having a challenge to hear their story. What, in the, what are the ways that God wants you to live that authentic disciple life? Some of that might mean writing a check. Okay. Thank you. Some of that might mean you working with your hands, spend taking your time, which is so precious, to give to something that you haven't before. Or God keeps trying to give, get you to go that place and you don't know why God keeps leading you to these people because God wants you to do something. But whatever it is, being a disciple means that somehow, sometimes when you do that, you're going to get looked at funny. You might get reviled. Folks are going to say, why are you talking to that homeless man? Why are you talking to him? And they might look at you weird. If you're on your way to the Kennedy Center with your friends and you have on your bow tie and that person says, hey, Mike. And you go over and you talk to them like a person instead of shooing them away. That's discipleship. And it's a challenge. But it's one we're up for. Because God has called us. We've been called to be his disciples. And so I want to encourage you, if you're already on the path, congratulations, blessings to you. I want to encourage you to continue. If you don't know exactly what to do, pray and then take one step from where God is showing you how to do that work. But no matter where you are, God needs you. That's why God called you. That's why you're sitting in this sanctuary or watching online because God wants you to be a part of this most precious experience, God's kingdom. 
Maybe so. Thanks be to God. Amen.